Let's talk Africa, the Africanness of Africa, the beauty, its people, our peculiarities. This is on Zip Stories. I am DS Bello. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Unzip Stories Africa. I am honestly excited to hear this week's episode. So, wherever you are, whether you're walking your dog or you're cleaning the house or you're driving or you're just simply sitting and listening, just imagine my smile really welcoming you to today's episode because today, I will be thanking each and every one of you for your contributions and I will be reading your reviews. Yep. I'm so excited. This episode is actually a thank you episode. So thank you so much for coming all these years. For two years, we've done this together and you keep coming back. Thank you so much. Thank you for believing in this brand. Thank you for sharing us with your friends and family members. Thank you for telling our stories. Thank you for recommending us. Thank you so much for everything that you have done and for sticking around all this while. Okay, guys. So with that said, shall we delve into this week's episode? Shall we? <laughs> Okay, so this review is from the 12-year-old journal. 12-year-old journal. We have this review. It's a little bit lengthy. Um, but then I'm going to read it. Marshall Bakut, thank you so much for you. Always reviewing. Always. He says, in most rural areas, the religious and traditional institutions are closer to the people than any structure. Government alone can uh, permit education, right? Such education. It is significant for individuals or the private sector to invest. By invest, maybe um, as a little as a doctor agreeing to educate members of the church or mosque during worship days concerning menstrual health and health-related issues. Um, radio programs should also be encouraged. And I guess most stories like this will do a great deal to rock back the negative stigma and miseducation. Ultimately, parents, especially mothers, have a lot to do as they should be at the helm of protecting and educating their children towards menstrual hygiene. Thank you so much, um, Marshall. Still on the Changemaker stories, that's the 12-year-old journal. We have this who said, um, who shared, I think I'll just keep her name anonymous. She said, well, I kept it from my mom because I didn't want to be accused of breaking my virginity until the bleeding became uncontrollable and the cramps dropped me insane. Now my daughter knows better because I started teaching her at the age of nine. Oh my God. Thank you so much for sharing this. Another said, so remember, um, in this episode, we, we said we would like to hear your experience, how you knew about the um, uh, your menstrual health and your first experience and how, how can we change the experience for our girls moving forward. 
another one from Rose says, I knew it was my period. I was in primary six when they always, that's uh, guys came to our school and educated us on it. So I took it serious and I kept going through the manual because I was curious. Plus I used to see the advert on TV. So when the blood started flowing, I went to my mom and uh, told her I needed pad and that my period had started. So didn't say exactly like this and she was shocked and asked how I knew and I told her uh, she sent my sister to get me hard. I was a dope kid. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Well, we see the power of um, sharing this um, uh, information. Um, imagine if the always guys didn't go to her school. Uh, she wouldn't have known. Thank you, dope kid. Yep, yep, yep. So another, um, I'm going to just take two more from these because we actually have a lot of people. So we have this who says, I was in just two a day student from third term to be precise. Um, I was cramping and didn't know anything much about my periods. Um, my seatmate asked if I had started my period and I asked, who was that? And they laughed at me because uh, they were in boarding school. They said menstrual cycle. I told them no. During break, I went to a nearby bush called Kashi Island and checked I saw blood and was crying that my mom would beat me. I went to class, didn't tell anyone what I saw. Then on my way to the bus stop, a guy told me I was stained on my white. Oh my God, I was bleeding in my chest. I removed my scarf and tied it on my waist. After I got home, I just started crying and narrated to my mom. She said, oh yeah, go and bath. Come out and meet me in my room. I came and she gave me pad and sat me down and explained things to me. It was a horrible, but here we are today. So it was a horrible experience. So imagine if she knew what all of these was all about, the signs, the symptoms and all of this it would have avoided um, all of these problems. Anyway, let me just give us a brief on the Changemaker series. The Changemaker series, this particular episode was dedicated to a woman in Liberia, that's uh, Lema E. Corley, who has the initiative where they go around even on radios and in secondary schools telling girls about menstruation and menstrual hygiene and you know just raising awareness so girls um, know it and this came from a bad experience she had on her first time uh, seeing her period so if you've not listened to that episode do so do so do so do so uh, hey guys we're going to move forward I'm sorry I can't take all of the comments on this particular episode but um, I'm going to go to another episode which is which is actually one of the top ranked episode. Ah, should every woman be a mother? Ah, if you listen to this episode, please do yourself some good by listening to it. It is a very strong episode. Now, this review says, this, your episode reminds me of my mother. When I was small, there was something I learned about her. Though I wasn't comfortable with it hitherto doesn't tolerate over familiarities you know some people could take undue advantage of being familiar to you and do something nasty 
well my mom will blast the devil out of anybody that takes such an undue advantage of being familiar with her so i used to be uncomfortable whenever i see her react that way however i now understand that for some people you need to take them for what they present themselves to be so i learned from my mother that at any point in time if somebody presents himself as a mad person it should be handled as a mad person <laughs> all right that's interesting um if you've not listened to this episode, please go and listen. You would understand why this person is talking like this. There's another one that said, thank you for this episode. I listened to your story, but one question that has been disturbing me and how I feel that what most people are getting wrong is who is a mother? This was a tough question, which led to another episode, who is a mother? So go ahead, go, 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 right, and check the episode right on our podcast. This episode, this review is um, from the dyslexia episode. Um, I think this review was sent in by Eunice. Her name is Eunice. And it says, I still, it still hurts. I remember how my younger brother couldn't read and pressure that was on him when growing up my older not by my older ones how they beat him when uh, they were trying to teach him how they kept changing from one school to the other to the point where he lost interest in school i wish i knew what i know now and then i would have been great help but i've not given up on him and as i talk to you he doesn't know how to read my advice to parents out there is always give your child the attention they need because if you don't do you would not know their struggles oh my god if you have not listened to the dyslexia episode it's right there dancing alphabets it's right there on the podcast um, listing please go ahead and listen to it it's very educative and you relate more to these reviews you so much for sending this review another review from a different person says this left me the same dancing alphabet episode this left me in tears and emotional growing up as a child i wondered why my big sister couldn't read or write or help me with my assignments just like the other big sisters did. Over time, my parents pressured me because I was seen as the most intelligent one in the family. At some point, I was mentally stressed out, yet I couldn't talk to my parents about it because I didn't want to disappoint them. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. For every opportunity I got to play as a kid, I never took it for granted. I grew up depressed and mentally stressed. My brain was overstretched and it affected me when I was sent to boarding school. I was no longer interested in books. All I wanted was to rest. So I thought then, now I am caught in between reading and not understanding or reading and not remembering. In just a few seconds, what I read. As I grew up, I began curious about my big sister and it was too late to help her when I found out she had dyslexia. Oh my God, I feel so emotional to reading this. If you've not listened to this, uh, that des- uh, Dancing Alphabet episode, kindly go and do so. And if you have a parent 
who you know is struggling with a child who is having troubles reading, please recommend that episode to the child and also reach out to the central character in that episode. Okay, this is uh, just coming from my from one of my <laughs> family members. He says, "Good morning, my mother's namesake, and happy." Uh, birthday in Arias. Just listen to your voice this morning. It was amazing. You truly are your father's princess. It made me remember my childhood playing days under the Coco 3 in our village and so many moonlight plays uh, that the TV has taken away from this generation. Let me not forget the topic, your birthday. I pray for you that those values, that those hidden treasures in you shall be unfolded uh, for the world to see birthday blessings thank you very much today is my birthday hey guys um there's so many comments so many reviews thank you so much um, i'm going to read this one especially by mundi mundi has been so encouraging and you know um I, I I feel this this particular review is close to my heart. Um, thank you so much. He said, "Wow, your discipline, this DS, is on a different level of inspiration. Well done." So this is a reaction to the fact that we have actually um, pushed on Zip Stories for two years, day in day out, every day. Uh, thank you so much. Alright, so uh, this particular review is from Mundi. Oh my god. Thank you, Mundi. Honestly, your feedbacks, I don't take them for granted because they have always been encouraging. I'm going to take Mundi's feedback. Uh, this one is um, What's an episode to catch? Welcome to your new year of greatness. Again, I love the fact that your podcast achieves one of its greatest mission, which is to inspire. I get deeply inspired to chase my dream each time I tune in. Thank you. Let's see how 2023 goes. You know, oh, I love you big time, right? Stay safe. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, another review by uh, Mundi, which I would have to read because it has inspired me so much, so much, so much. Even when I feel like, okay, I'm about to give up. Wow. We are in the third season and on the second year, your discipline DS is on a different level. Well done. My best wishes for you and your brand. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Consistency is usually a huge challenge, but your reviews, you know, thank you. There's another review by Murma Hassan. Thank you so much, Murma Hassan, for constantly, constantly sending in your reviews. There are just so much, I don't know. But yes, 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 Murma, I see you and I'm super grateful. Um, well, this is how much we can take just to uh, reduce the length of this episode. But honestly, on behalf of every single person on Unzipped Stories from Algeria, from Liberia, 
from Ghana, from Zimbabwe, from South Africa, from Kenya, on behalf of every single anchor or every single voice that you hear on Unzipped Stories, Jennifer Okolo, Bidemi Alade, every single voice on Unzipped Stories on behalf of all of them. Say a very big thank you to all of you for constantly coming back to listen to us. We can't take it for granted. Thank you for leaving reviews. Thank you for sharing with your friends and your loved ones. God bless you. And this is to wrap up the third season. <laughs> we'll go on two weeks break. And when we come back, it's a total rebrand of Unzip Stories Africa. And I can't wait to hear it with all of you. See you after two weeks. Cheer around. Remember to follow us on all our social media platforms. Unzip Stories Africa on Facebook. On Instagram. We will be so delighted. And we will make sure we keep you entertained right on Instagram. Especially. And Facebook. I see you. Thank you so much. We have one last thing to say. I love you. Yep. I love you for always coming back and see you on the other side in two weeks time. Bye. This is Unzip Stories. I am D.S. Beller.